Welcome to another time of devotion at His Table, a place where we open God's Word and dine together in His presence. Now, let's join Sandy Blythe. You've seen this, and I have too, over and over again, where a car is headed down the road, and we see that they're leaving this long trail of black smoke behind them, and we instantly think to ourselves, wow, somebody needs to get their oil changed. And if somebody pulls up to a red light beside us, and there's this loud squealing sound, we know that they're needing to have some work done on their brakes. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, and anybody that knows me would agree, I don't know hardly anything about vehicles, but some problems are pretty easy to figure out based on the sight or the sound. And one time we fueled up at a truck stop, and we started hearing this clattering noise in the engines of both of our trucks. And it turns out we got water in the fuel. Thankfully, it wasn't a ton of water, which would have been a disaster but it was enough to cause a problem that day. And many times with vehicle trouble, it's just one thing that needs to be taken care of. But we can't ignore it, or it'll lead to a whole string of other problems and other issues. And I said all that to say, I recently read through the book of Revelation again, and something grabbed me like never, ever before. We read of seven churches And God had a message for each one of these churches. He had no rebuke for the churches at Smyrna and Philadelphia, but he had some things against the churches of Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, and probably the one that we refer to the most, Laodicea, where God said, I would that you were hot or cold, whereas because you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. And that's very, very sobering. But look with me at the very first church that the Lord addressed, the church of Ephesus. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 2. The Lord said, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them liars, and has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted. But in verse 4 he said, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. And the Lord went on to tell them that they had to repent, or there would be consequences. Now think about it with me. God had multiple things to tell the other churches. But to the church at Ephesus, there was just one thing. The Lord named a whole list of things that they were doing right. And that's what grabbed me. He saw their works. He saw their labor. He saw their patience. They couldn't bear those who were evil. They had spiritual discernment of false prophets. This church had labored and not fainted. But the Lord had one thing against them. And when I read that not long ago, I thought to myself, Lord, they were doing so much good. 
Couldn't there have been something else complimentary written about this church? Look at all that they were doing that was good. And we know, of course, it wasn't that God was displeased by the good things they were accomplishing. But the one thing that God mentioned that had to be corrected was so important. Because if this didn't get fixed, this one thing, the church would decline and they could not go forward in victory. We all know the story of the rich young ruler who heard the Lord say, One thing thou lackest. Even though he had kept all the commandments, all of them, from his youth up, the scripture said he went away sorrowful. It was just one thing that he was lacking, but this young man felt the price was too great. And I don't know about you, but I've been doing a lot of soul searching lately. We know we're living in the end, and you and I have got to make sure that everything is fixed, that everything is right between us and the Lord. When I was a little girl, some of the older saints of our church would stand and testify, and they would say, this isn't a hard way. It's just a careful way. And I've come to realize in my adult life that that is so true. When the Lord puts his finger on something in our lives, as he did the churches in Revelation, God's not being hard. He's not being unreasonable. And he'll never ask us to take care of something that's beyond our ability to do so. If he's dealing with our hearts, it's for a reason. Even if it's just one thing, we've got to take care of it. As we travel, we see a lot of people across the country who are struggling in their walk with the Lord. And as we get to know them, we can see that they are struggling with one thing. Sometimes it's someone in their life that's a bad influence on them. Sometimes it's a bad personality trait that's been passed down through our family tree. And someone will try to excuse it because their dad or their mom was that way. Some people are struggling with addiction. A whole lot of people say they can't serve God because they've been hurt. They're harboring a grudge or bitterness because of something, and usually it's just one event, one particular happening that they have stumbled over and they've become bitter. Sometimes it's just a lack of fervency. As the Lord told the church at Ephesus, we've left our first love. We're not on fire as we used to be. We love the Lord, but not like we used to. Sometimes it's a decline in our standard. We've picked up some modern dress styles that aren't becoming of the dress style of a Christian. Other times it's a decline in our standard of music. We could go on and on and on about the things that creep into our lives. And whatever the case may be, Lord, help us to realize, to recognize, even if it's just one thing, it's got to be taken care of. We can't excuse that one thing and try to point the Lord to all the other good things that we're doing, to our list of credentials. We've got to make that one thing right. The Lord told each one of the churches in Revelation where there was a rebuke to repent. And when that one thing is taken care of, we'll feel so much better. We always do. We'll have a greater anointing on our lives. We'll be able to accomplish so much more for the kingdom of God. If the Lord has been speaking to your heart about something, I beg you, as this devotion comes to a close, please talk to the Lord about it. Yes, it might be just one thing, 
And some are saying, yes, but it's just one little tiny thing. It's no big deal. But it's hindering you. You realize, you know it's hindering you. And the Lord wants to give you victory over this so it won't lead to other problems. You know how it is, back to vehicle trouble. Even if it's just a small issue that's not taken care of, it can lead to the ruin of a perfectly good vehicle and it'll end up in the junkyard. No matter what it is today, there's victory when we recognize the issue and we allow the Lord to help us. And when we stand before Him one day, we can hear Him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. And at that moment, at that glorious moment, you and I will be so glad, eternally glad, that we took care of that one thing. Oh, how good it is to partake of God's Word. If today's devotion challenged your heart, we hope you will consider subscribing to this podcast. May God bless you and yours until we meet again at His table.